Hello everyone and welcome to My Will to Live. Now today we're going to be speaking about sleep because sleep is a very important part of everybody's lives and it's something that actually a lot of people struggle with. I will share my experiences with you and hopefully help you to get a good night's sleep. Now I will insert a quick viewer discretion. Viewer discretion is advised because I'm not a professional, I'm speaking from the heart and from my own personal experiences so take of that as you will. Right, let's get started. Now, obviously, (laughs) with every single episode that I have, a lot of the insight that I've gained into sort of the issues and the topics that I speak about have come from personal experience, predominantly from the experiences that I've had over the last two years, because they have been quite horrific. But I will say that sleep before wasn't that much of an issue for me. And bearing in mind, right, I'll put things into context for you. I was going to sleep at about 11 midnight, maybe 1am, because I was a massive study freak. I would study all the time. I was just, you know, not really looking after myself, but I was waking up really, really early. So in a sense, every single day, I was tiring myself out because I was spending a lot more time awake and doing things than I was resting and being asleep. And you might be able to relate to that as a particular situation, because a lot of the time people might not have an issue with sleep because they actually spend a lot of time being awake, you know, and so naturally their bodies are tired. But after my mother passed away, I really struggled with sleep because there was a lot more that was sort of going on in the background. And a lot of the time I had real trouble with nightmares and with actually being afraid to go to sleep because I was really scared about what I was going to see in my in my nightmares. But there were lots of things that I did to sort of help me. And two years on down the line, I mean, I wouldn't say that my sleep is tip top and that I'm really, really good at sleeping, but I've gathered so many tips. So I'll start here. I was put on um, a sleeping drug actually for six months, which was a massive mistake on the doctor's part. And essentially that was what helped me to sleep. But a lot of these sleeping medications are very addictive. And in a sense, you know, when you're on them, they help you sleep, but your body doesn't sort of do its thing and let you sleep naturally. So that was a big, big problem. But at the end of 2019, I decided to go on a really whim, impulsive trip to Boston by myself, which was so incredible. And in the US, they sell these um, things called melatonin. And melatonin is a chemical that's produced in your brain naturally. I think it's quite a few hours after you see sunlight. And melatonin is what sort of makes you feel sleepy. So when I went to Boston, obviously I I was there for a week, but I was, of course, course jet lagged um, and I really didn't want to miss out on the time that I had so I bought melatonin and I started taking it and to my surprise melatonin really 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 helped me but if we sort of rewind a bit before then when I was trying to come off the sleeping jog that I was on it was horrific I couldn't sleep for a very long time and I started taking on these really natural methods to help me sleep I had this conversation with a doctor one day and they said to me that the only things that you should be doing in your bed are sleeping and having sex and I thought well (laughs) okay I'll take that. It's been hard over the pandemic, actually, for a lot of people because we've spent so much time in our rooms, in our homes, and not enough time outside, I guess. So that's quite an issue. But I really, really took that to my heart. And I realized that actually what I would do every day, or at least I tried to, is I would make my bed as soon as I woke up and I would do everything in my power not to get into my bed. And if you're like me and you live in a studio flat where space is very limited, I would, if I really wanted to, do my work 
on top of my bed if I had to, don't tell my GP this, but um, that really enabled me to condition myself to know that whenever I was going to sleep, I would get into my covers. One thing that also really helped me was listening to something as I was going to sleep. And a lot of people will tell you that they listen to really uh, soothing and relaxing things, but I can't sit here and, and say that that's the truth for me. Some people like listening to crime documentaries, not me, but that's definitely something to do. I would listen to this um, amazing YouTuber called, or their channels called Living Well with Schizophrenia. I'm a psychology student and I love learning about so many different things with regards to the brain and, and disorders and whatnot. So I would listen to this to this um, YouTuber and listen to them talk about schizophrenia. It was it was interesting enough, interesting enough. It was interesting enough for me to listen to it and to be interested so that I wasn't thinking about what was going on in my head. But obviously with time, I would sort of just, you know, focus on the words and not focus on my mind my body would do its thing it would relax itself and then I would sleep I tried meditation as well and I could just never focus on what was being said to me or the music because I would just think of everything other than you know but that's definitely something that you could do driving before my car broke down and before we were in a pandemic was a really good thing that I did if I really couldn't sleep because actually I found that if I was able to focus on something else and do something that I love, such as driving and listening to my favorite songs ever, and also having to focus on the road, then that would tie me out enough so that when I got back, I could fall asleep. Routine is incredibly important and making sure that you set an alarm every single day for the time that you will wake up without a doubt. And that can be really hard at first because if you are somebody who naturally, you know, if your body clock is in the US, for example, and you live in the UK, i.e. you're five hours on average, six or seven hours behind, then it's gonna be so hard and you're gonna wake up feeling really exhausted. But if you tell yourself that every day you're gonna wake up at 9 a.m. and you're gonna go on with your day, then eventually by the time you go to sleep at whatever time that is, you'll start to feel quite tired. I did try some natural things. I think there's this thing called Nitol, which is sold in boots if you're in the UK and I guess it's more so placebo but they do contain natural herbs and and bits and bobs that are you know fine for you of course if you're not allergic to any of them and uh yeah that did really help actually I think knowing that I was putting something into my body with the intention of going to sleep did really help me teas really helped me as well of course non-caffeinated teas um I would drink you know some teas as I was winding down turning off your um what's it face on your phone a lot of the time there's like a night mode section to get rid of the blue light that's really helpful and that really really helped me to sort of you know wind down and not do any lasting damage but reading was something also that was quite beneficial because actually if you are again focusing on something that isn't your thoughts and you're able to say sip a really warm drink and get into your bed that you haven't been in all day then you've almost conditioned yourself to know that at that time of the day you're going to be doing those things and those things are going to lead to sleep. It's all about conditioning yourself. You know, if you want to know more about conditioning, I would Google it because we learn a lot about that in psychology. And essentially you can rewire your brain or, or your patterns or behaviors to sort of think or feel a certain thing in a particular moment, which is so, so, so smart. Yes, I think I've covered quite a bit. I've got a bit of a list so that I didn't, you know, <clears throat> miss anything out. But I did mention um, quite a few things. Journaling is also one thing that I would say to do. You know, if you have a journal that's purely used for you to write things down, if you're winding down or, or trying to sleep or whatnot, then that can be really beneficial to you because actually you can get all those things out in a cathartic way. Sometimes I'd write things, I would buy some really cheap plates or glasses and I'd write the things down 
on that cheap plate or glasses. And then I would cover it up with a plastic bag so that I wasn't, you know, hurting anyone in the area if I did miss a bit of glass. Then I would just chuck it and I would say to myself, right, it's gone. It's gone. You know, sharing's another thing that really helped me to wind down because obviously I think sometimes some people react to things differently. Like some people find cold showers really refreshing. I hate them. Warm showers make me feel quite relaxed, but sometimes they don't. So that's a really helpful thing. You know, um, yeah, I think there's that. And one last thing I would say as well is when you wake up, make sure that you go outside and make sure that you're exposed to daylight because that in and of itself is going to start that chain reaction of the release of melatonin in your brain and all the other sleep hormones that exist that I couldn't lift list off the top of my head because <laughs> I'm I'm an exhausted undergraduate but yes I hope that helped um please speak to a doctor if you're having a really hard time with your sleep and they probably will prescribe you with sleep medication or make sure that your sleep hygiene is good and are doing some of the things that I mentioned to you today and it can be really frustrating when you're trying to do the most and you're not being helped um but I would say that creating routine is really important. And if you're really struggling with the thoughts that you have at night, then I would recommend you speaking to a friend or a professional or someone of that nature so that you can get rid of those things and also try to understand why you feel like that at a particular time, if that makes sense. But that's all. Of course, I'm here. If you need some tips, if you want to discuss anything, please follow my Instagram at will to live pod. Um, I hope you enjoyed today's episode. And it was lovely, lovely speaking to you and sharing these things with you. But yes, I'll see you soon. Bye.